Hi, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Vondran Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Vondran here with you. We are talking in this podcast about Autodesk inventory review audits. Okay, that's what they call them. I didn't make up that name. But, you know, we're seeing a trend in this. We're seeing these grow where, you know, company owners, IT people, whatnot, are getting emails from Autodesk saying, you know, we'd like you to participate in an internal audit review, a review of your AutoCAD, Autodesk, Revit, Maya's, Inventor, all their products. And people are, they're, they're calling us asking, number one, is this a scam? Is, is this real? Number two, how did, how did this get triggered? How did I get found out? Or I didn't do anything wrong. Number three, can they do this? Is this something I have to participate in? And number four, what is the process? What happens here? And probably number five, I would say, do I need an attorney? Do I need to hire someone? So I want to just talk about these real quick. And um, I'm looking here at an email um, that was sent to me by an Autodesk representative. And, you know, what we try to do is help companies get through this process. Um, it used to be I, I used to ask some of the Auto, Autodesk uh, folks over there, yeah, I used to ask him, you know, are these mandatory? Are these voluntary? You know, what are these based on? I mean, do you have some evidence that there was some illegal piracy use? You know, was was there an illegal download on a torrent site? Was it crack code? There's a lot of things that can trigger these types of audits, or is this just completely random? And I'm going to read you a section here that was sent to me. Um, in response to that question about whether these are required or not. And this section that I'm reading says, um, now I'm not sure what license this is pulled from. I, I suspect it's a, uh, it's a AutoCAD being their, probably their most popular product, I think. Um, but it says here, section 9.7 audits. The licensee agrees, so this is a contract, that Autodesk has the right to require an audit, and this says parentheses, electronic or otherwise, of the Autodesk materials and the installation thereof and access thereto. So that's just sentence one, but let's break that down real quick. So electronic or otherwise, and don't you know that's exactly what they want to do is they want you to install their script on your computer networks and basically scan your networks for Autodesk product installs. Now, from my thinking uh, is, you know, I don't want anybody's script. You know, Autodesk may be the most trustworthy software company in the world. I don't know. But I don't want somebody else's script on my computer unless they're going to indemnify me, if they're going to pay in case something goes wrong. And I've asked that question, and the answer was, no, sorry, we're not going to pay for anything if anything goes wrong. So you can already see these audit clauses are, you know, not necessarily in your best interest, but, you know, per contract, it says electronic or otherwise. So I like to focus on the otherwise and do like a manual count of the product. So, um, but let me continue here. As part of any such audit... Autodesk or its authorized agents 
representative will have the right on 15 days prior notice to the licensee to inspect the licensee's records, systems, and facilities. Are you kidding? They can, let me read this again. With 15 days notice, they can inspect your records. What does that mean? Your systems? Huh? And facilities, what are they going to go around and check out the bathroom or what are they going to do? So this is really broad language, uh, including machine IDs, serial numbers and related information, whatever that means, to verify licensees installation of and access to the Autodesk materials. Additionally, we're not done yet. Additionally, within 15 days of the audit request, licensee will provide to Autodesk all records and information requested by Autodesk in order to verify licensee's installation of and access to the Autodesk materials. Licensee will provide full cooperation to enable any such audit. So you can see this is a very, very broad clause that puts a lot of power in the hands of Autodesk. Now, let me finish the sentence here. If Autodesk determines that licensee's installation of or access to the Autodesk materials is not in conformity with the applicable agreements or terms of service, licensee will obtain immediately and pay for valid licenses to bring licensee's installation and access into compliance and pay the reasonable costs of the audit. Okay, did you hear that? So if they find some unlicensed software, you pay the costs of the audit. Okay, this is per this license agreement here. So what's the cost? I don't know. Maybe you should find out in advance. Ask them, I mean, what are you charging hourly? What's the deal? Am I, am I paying lawyer fees? Am I paying um, investigator fees? What are What are the fees? In addition, finally, let me close out the sentence here. In addition to such payment rights, Autodesk reserves the right to seek any other remedies available at law or in equity. So I don't know if you're following me here, but you take this one section here, 9.7 and the audit clause, um, and you they have the right with 15 days notice to inspect everything. They can seek an electronic audit. Um, you can end up paying the costs and... Not only all this, not only have you given them all the records, and let's say you're you're unlicensed or in what we call in the copyright world, infringing because you're not having valid licenses or you're using licenses outside the scope of your licenses. Then, in addition to the payment, they reserve the right to seek any other remedies available at law or in equity. That means they can file a lawsuit, folks. So you you have to take a look at these clauses Um, You have to look, did somebody actually agree to this clause? If so, who agreed? Did they have the power to agree on behalf of the corporation? Is this a valid and enforceable clause? Is it it overhanded? Does it give too much power and strength to Autodesk? Are these terms negotiable? We have found that, in fact, we have been able to work in good faith to basically set some ground rules for an audit, which I think is really important. So I just wanted you to be aware because I see that these, from our perspective anyway, it appears that these internal audits are on the rise. And it's also important to distinguish these internal audits from audits where you get a letter from like a law firm, Donahue Fitzgerald being the main law firm. And now you have lawyers seeking to enforce um, Autodesk terms. So um, 
Again, when you get these, we offer a free initial consultation. We offer low flat rate fees to represent companies. We, I assume, um, we are the leader in Autodesk cases in the United States only because we've handled so many. I mean, we do quite a few cases with Autodesk. And like I said, our goal is to get you through as inexpensively as possible with the least amount of risk to your internal networks as possible to get closure and to basically keep you out of court. Because language like that, you've got to be really careful, honestly, um, because that's a tremendous amount of ex- potential exposure if you're handing over the keys to the castle and they're allowed to come in and charge you for it and then also go file a lawsuit. So in copyright law, it is also important to know that officers and directors can be held liable. Even though there's a corporate veil, officers and directors can be held personally liable uh, if they have a financial interest in the in the use of unlicensed software and had ability to supervise, so there's a lot of different angles here. Um, if you if you get one of these letters or a letter from Donahue Fitzgerald, their law firm, or even the BSA, uh, Autodesk is a member of the Business Software Alliance, so you could get a letter from them as well. So there's a lot of different angles. We are a software audit defense firm. We can help you get through these. Um, like I said can be very difficult. If you've never dealt with these, it's totally foreign territory. We get other internal corporate counsel that that refer cases to us because they know in this area of law, there really is no substitute for experience. So, But if you need more information, you can find us on the web at attorneysteve.com. That's attorneysteve.com. And uh, like I said, we've got a whole library. We have a software audit defense library of videos, podcasts on our website. And you will be should be able to find that real quick. Just go to attorneysteve.com. All right. Thanks for listening. If you like this video and you want to help some other people spread the information, sharing is caring, go ahead and feel free to share this podcast on your social media networks. And we look forward to helping you out. Civil litigation, intellectual property firm, attorneysteve.com, the first name in legal services. Have a great day now. We'll chat again.